you know, you might see this person in real life, you know what I'm saying, and they're going to remember that shit. But, you know, now, you know, the internet got people thinking they, you know, probably a little tougher than oh, they yeah. probably are, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so definitely. people oh, just yeah. saying whatever they, yeah. you know, whatever they want, you know what I'm saying? And then they want to fall back on the oh, I'ma sue you, like, all right, yeah. you know? Welcome back to another episode of the SOP Smoke One Podcast. And you are here with your girl, Queen Nessa, and I am here with my two wonderful co-hosts, Sweets and Ness. Say what's up, fellas. What's up? What's up? What's What's up? Good. What's good? What happened to your two fabulous co-hosts? What happened to that? Yeah. <laughs> you all gotta switch it up. Okay. You know? Okay. Right. We didn't crack too but many you guys jokes. Are fabulous. So does that make you feel better? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we didn't crack too many jokes. Say what? I said we didn't crack too many jokes on you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all know I can take it. I'm 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 not sweating y'all. Mm. Okay. Mm. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. So how was yes, y'all's week? We are in the second month of 2021. Like, it's gone by really fast. Yeah, too damn fast. <laughs> what you were saying, this? I was saying, how was y'all's week? Oh, man. Um, actually, mine was, was pretty good. It yeah, was? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good, yeah. Um, hell, I'm still here, still breathing. True. Praise the Jesus. Yeah. My week was good. It had some ups. It had some downs. Um, but overall, I am I am grateful and thankful. And like 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 you said, sweets, I'm living, I'm breathing, and I'm COVID negative. So that's a good thing. That's a that's a great thing. That's a great thing. Cause uh we actually know a couple of people that uh have come up with COVID that I probably just haven't discussed with y'all. Because oh. I don't think they want to know, want everybody to know, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you about it later on. Yes. Are, are you trying to like romantic, be all romantic? You got your quiet nah. storm voice What I think it is, is, I think it is, is that I'm already sleepy and I had plans to be asleep already. That's the real plan. So I think I'm kind of liking my, my four o'clock in the morning voice already. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like. Like it was kind of turning you on a little bit, wasn't it? Kind of, sort of, not really, but yeah. I was, I was, um, no, she's she's curling her hair between her fingers. A little disturbed. <laughs> you was wondering if what? I wonder if you was gonna give me the smoldering look. I, I was, I was wondering. <laughs> Anyways, what y'all smoking on tonight? Ladies first. Well, ladies first. I am smoking on this wonderful house cigar that you gave me for my birthday. So it didn't have a band on it, so I don't know what it is. Who gave you for your birthday? You gave it to me, Ness. I did? Let me see what it looked like. Is it a Lancero? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a um yeah, I think um I think that was a that's a Nicaraguan Lancero that I had got that I had picked up. And I thought they were really good actually. 
Oh, that's nice. It is quite good. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What you pairing I mean, with I it? I am enjoying it. What are you pairing with? I it? have um some gin and Passoa liqueur, which is a passion fruit liqueur. Mm. Okay, still drinking under mm. Passoa. Hey, that actually was was good though. I think I, I like that better than the um the violet. The cream the violet? Yeah. And it's <laughs> and that's still that dirty water gin? Yeah, it's still the dirty water gin. Oh, you had it. Yeah, I mean, I thought you would have put some kettle one or something in botanical or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I haven't been to the liquor store. That's why. Oh, okay. What about you, sweet? Um, I'm debuting a stick from a um, company called ATL. They're out of uh, out, actually out of Atlanta. Obviously. Um, yeah. Well, not necessarily, but you know, some people might might say that. But uh, it's, it's a black owned cigar company. Um, it's a husband, wife, and there's another partner. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to check it out. It's called the ATL Black. Did you meet him? No. Oh, you just got the got this guy? Yeah. I, when I went to Atlanta, um, I went by Groovy Blues, mm-hmm. and that's one of their um, retailers. Oh, okay. So there's only a couple in Atlanta that, that sell these. Um, Tell me how that go. Yeah, well, because I also want to talk about the uh, the Good Trouble. That's the other one they have. And uh-huh. that was actually pretty nice. All right. What you pairing with it? Um, right now, I'm drinking a lime-flavored beer. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. So, got a limerita? Something like that. Something and like we that. got some brandy. Mm. So I've mm. been pre-gaming for the last two days, so I don't know if I'm burnt out. I might get into that bottle. Mm. Maybe not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to light the stick and see how this first pull goes. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, what's was, was, was definitely going on, though? You know what I'm saying? I know you're a little tired, you know. Get, get, get your energy up, though. Oh, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. Ready to get busy. Okay. Let's get busy. I'm always ready. Um, but I'm smoking on a uh, Blinds Man Bluff, actually. Okay. Uh, sipping, sipping on a uh, a nice a nice beer, and uh, I'm probably going. Well, right now I'm drinking some uh, some. Uh, I don't know. Are we saying names? I thought we were. Okay, well, I'm sipping on some Jack Honey right now. But I'm definitely going to try some of this brandy in a few. Well, actually, we weren't because since nobody's paying us for the liquor. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. But, you know, right. yeah, no worries. I mean, you can say honey. Yeah, honey bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, be, well, yeah. all right, well, I'll scratch well, what I said before and say honey bourbon. Sorry. Well, Not shit, a problem. Jack is on there. They has got free publicity. It's all good. <laughs> y- y'all just owe us one, you know what I'm saying? Make that shit up. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, this is actually the first time I think I've had the blind man's bluff. No, it's not. I'll take that back. No, it's not. I'm lying. I'm trying to get attention. It's not. But it's a good it's a good smoke though. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, shoot, as far as my week, man, it's actually been a busy week for me. Um, you know, we uh um we had an anniversary that just came up mm-hmm. um yesterday. So I was out uh for a little while last night. And uh the night before I had a little meeting. And after the meeting, a couple of the fellas kept me up a little, like, to, like, 12 o'clock. So I'm still a little tired and still have to get up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning every morning. Oh, wow. It's back to 5 now? For the next three weeks, yeah. Wow. Wow. So the whole spoiler about, you know what I'm saying, the other extra. That was only only for a couple of days. Oh, Well, actually, no, I probably will go go back to that after, you know what I'm saying, this this next couple of weeks is up. Next two weeks now, actually. And that's what they do. They spoil you for a little bit, then they bring you right back. Like, (laughs) don't get used to this. Yeah, 
Yeah, but but uh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean to be honest, I think I'd rather wake up early and get my day with day over with early. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like if I could, if I could go to work at three o'clock in the morning and get off at three in the afternoon, I would be straight. Like just get if you're doing twelves, yeah. If if I had to do twelves, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. To, just, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get that day over with real quick. No, but no, I, I, I don't blame you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but so, um. Hmm? No, say so, Nessa. You know, what I'm saying um, with your week, you know, what I'm saying um, how school and everything, class situations. Uh, it's it's going. School is good. Um, I know the whispers on the wind in the politic world is they, you know, trying to get us to go back, but trying to yeah, because now they say it's it's safe for people to be in school without the vaccination. That's what they're saying now. And I think that's a bunch of, bunch of malarkey. And right. that's the nicest way I'm gonna say it because and unless the the numbers for the high school kids are not up there like that and they're not getting sick and um but other than that you just I I don't see it all of a sudden you know saying the the change in it you know something something that they're not telling us look I don't trust it if we have if I ha- I I don't I'm I want to go back to work because I'm tired of being in the house. I'll be pro- totally honest with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not willing to go back if it's going to risk my life and other people's lives. Like, that's not right. So sure. if I have to take the vaccine to go back to work, then I'll go back to work with vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But ain't no way in hell I'm going back and having no protection other than a face mask and six feet. Like, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. it'll like, never be yeah. six feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, for real, it'll, it'll never be six feet. Yeah, you, do you plan to get the vaccination now? The vaccine? If I have to go back to work, I will. But if I if we're going to work from home, I, I'm, I'm going to let somebody else take that shot. Because not that I don't believe in it, or, you know, I still got my trepidations, but... I'm not at I'm not in a high risk situation. I literally spend 80% of my time in my house. Mm-hmm. In my place. Like mm-hmm. I go out for gas, I go out for groceries, and then I'll go drive when I can't sit in the house any fucking more. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't really interact with a lot of people. So I feel like I'm not at a big risk for exposure. Are you one of those people that drive around with your mask on? Yeah, no, because it's only me in the car. But it seemed like, uh, you know, when when the mask thing first came out, I was kind of like in a place where like I didn't want to wear a mask everywhere I go. But it seems like now it's like like I, I find myself trying to wear a mask to match my outfits. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, it's kind of like a like like a part of my part. Of, it's like an accessory, accessory now. now. Like I put on a watch that matches my outfit. You know what I'm saying? And, right. I throw on the mask like I'm gonna kill him with this one. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like you got oh, the purple yeah. and the cream. I got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got about ten or fifteen, and I'm just like, okay, I wear, I wear this one, and then I, oh, I wear the glittery one. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. That's absolutely for real. Was that the sign for mask? Mask. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Look like a rock or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hang ten, Bo. <laughs> That's that one. Yeah. Okay. But um, but, 
Yeah, um, so we had a passing that happened not too long ago. Um, John Chaney from Temple. Yeah, a couple, yeah, John Chaney. Um, so for, for all those listeners who don't know John Chaney, he was a basketball coach, a longtime basketball coach at um, Temple, the University of Temple in um, Philadelphia. He actually been teaching, I mean, he's been coaching at Temple since like 82. Yeah, from 82 to 2006. Six. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a healthy career. Yeah. I mean, that's just a temple. I mean, he coached before that, too. Yeah, so he, he coached at a small university called Cheney, yeah, or yeah. Cheyenne. It might be Cheyenne. Yeah, I think he started there in 62, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some high school. But um, he, he was, you know, just like along with um, Nolan Richardson and um, um, John Thompson, you know, he, he gave kids from inner cities an opportunity. Um, so that's, that's one brother to definitely be celebrated you know, uh, at the time they were calling Prop Forty Eight kids, so they didn't quite make it, but they had probably had stuff to offer. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of those kids, you know, and any of his, I won't call them students, but for lack of better words, any of his players, they all just you know saying love him. Mm-hmm. You know, his, and here's a here's a crazy thing. Um, you know, once he threatened to kill John Calipari. And, and yeah, it was something, you know, so I guess oh, yeah. he felt, I mean, it was a rant. He's like, I'll fuck you up. And they had to grab him because he tried to rush him. He's like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the, I guess, early 90s, late 80s, you could say stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, if he would say that, he'd probably go straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do not pass yeah, go. Yeah, do not pass go. You know, I mean, but, uh, yeah, the, the I mean, saying he was, he was a really, really good man, though, you know what I'm saying? And he... Definitely uh, helped a lot of players out. Oh, and he used to also send bullies out on the court. I guess that's probably where it started from, mm-hmm. just to collect fouls. Mm-hmm. So one, he got suspended once for a game. Oh, yeah. Okay. One time a player broke somebody's arm. Damn. So they suspend him for the whole season. <laughs> hey, hey, but I mean, I don't see why that doesn't happen more often. I mean, I'm saying, yeah, and, you know. And rest, God rest his soul. But I don't know why they didn't do that to Kobe when he got that eighty-one points. Like, at like, oh like, yeah, like you a know? point thirty-seven. I'd have been like, "Yo, listen, yeah, just just every time he, he got the ball, just chop shit out of him. Yeah, just, just, yeah just, <laughs> you know. But you know that was back then when they did that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, and it was just it was to just to certain coaches like, okay, so y'all not gonna play fair? Got something for you. Yeah. Hey, you off the um, end of the bench? Right, right. You didn't play all season. Right. You got six fouls. Right. Use twelve. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, right, but yeah, yeah. Um, he was actually inducted into the uh, basketball hall of fame. Yeah, um, in um, in two thousand and one, I think he was inducted into the uh, coaches hall of fame. Yeah, two thousand two thousand five, four, something like that. One or oh, two thousand and six, two thousand six. Okay, that's when he passed. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was both of them. You know, what I'm saying, and he and he did play professional basketball. You said when he passed. That's not when he passed. He, he passed, passed into. I'm sorry. That's he when he stopped. Coaching. Yeah, that's when he stopped coaching. Retired. Sorry. When he retired. He just passed him in 29. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, and he also used to play basketball too. Um, it was for like a, I guess you want to call it a semi-professional or the black league. He also played for Bethune-Cookman also. He went to Bethune-Cookman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, because um, he's, he's originally from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's a legendary historic coach who saved many, many black men's life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think coaches get the credit for... Being that, um, for being that that that, that dad, father figure, that father, yeah. yeah. 
that you know sometimes some the father and the mother. Those, yeah, some of those young, <laughs> some of those young, um, you know, uh, inner city guys really be needing. Yeah, because um, they had they have nothing else, you know. Mm-hmm. And he he kind of got that mentality because his coach, which was Jewish, when he when he went to Philly, took care of him. Mm-hmm. And because he, he you know saying he thought like most. He, he thought like most most people that you know saying I'm not going to amount to much, mm-hmm. you know, especially in in those times. Mm-hmm. So that one coach changed his whole philosophy on life, which he kept passing down. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, he said, all I want to be remembered for is being is doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, throughout all my mistakes and everything else, I just want to do good. So you don't think he want to be uh, remembered for being the first person to play bully ball? Yeah, he said, yeah, all that good stuff. He said, yeah, I, I want all that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all a part of my, my legacy. I want all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, and we also had um, Ted Lumpkin Jr. Um, pass away. So he was one of the the Tuskegee Airmen, you know what I'm saying? He lived to be 100. Um, and he was one of the first pilots in the Air Force, that I guess, that, that they allowed to fly. Mm-hmm. So these historical figures that we we're losing, you know, we definitely need to keep their legacy going because, you know what I'm saying, just because they're not here doesn't mean that they can't expire, you know, or aspire other people to um, to, mm-hmm. to climb higher in life. Mm-hmm. Right. We so. definitely need to tell their stories. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you're like totally right, sweets. You are just all like deep today, boy, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just here. But no, it's really great because you're right. I, I don't think coaches get enough credit for the uh, work that they pour into um, into their players and not just merely on the physical side, not just merely in the sport that they play. I think coaches have a very unique position to teach the people that they, they do coach uh, great life skills, great people skills, great, mm-hmm. you know, Great, many great things beyond just the sport itself. So mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think coaches get enough credit for that. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I, I think some of the players and you know, the family of the players, yeah, they praise them, but in the regular spotlight, now sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And some they don't do it just for the publicity. You know, saying a lot of coaches are really good people, and they want, you know, saying to better other people's lives. So they get into coaching just because most kids gravitate to the sports and that's a good way just to pull them away from stuff that they had no business getting into. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how many professional players or college players, you know, said, have, you know, acknowledged if it wasn't for, you know, my middle school coach or my high school coach that I wouldn't have been here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I'll, you, you would probably be surprised. I think one of the... Um, the most famous one probably be Allen Iverson. The way he always said how John Thompson he saved my life. Because I guess you know saying literally did because if he didn't get him into that school, he probably would be you know I'm saying dead in jail quick. You know what I'm saying because he got in trouble for something he had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but they was you know what I'm saying try to get rid of you. You know, put you in prison. Yeah. Um. Exactly. Speaking of prisons, great segue. <laughs> yeah, um, that subject. <laughs> um, one of uh, our our newly elected president, Joe Biden, and his um, many executive orders, and I got a feeling before it's all said and done, he's going to be signing quite a few more um, to end the practice of private-run prisons. 
it's it's great. Um, and it's kind of crazy with the whole private prison system, anyway. So if you ever look up, you know, say anything that that has anything to do with uh, private prisons, you see that they aren't well run. The inmates aren't taken care of. Pretty much, it's, it is another form of slavery. Um, even if you look it up, you know, saying the first one started in, I think, 1880-something, 1890-something. And there used to be um, prison ships. So I guess what they did was, um, I don't know if it was just the, the mechanics wasn't working. It was getting overcrowded. Um, so the, the first one was at San Quentin in San Francisco. Yeah. So that was the first prison built actually by the prisoners off of a prison ship, mm-hmm. you know, and and it, it it was also another form. I mean, yeah, it was another form of, of slavery and cheap labor. So, what, I mean, but that's no different than the farm run prisons in the South. You know, that they hired those prisoners out for manual labor. They hired them out to build roads. You know, right? Which, yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, maybe um, prison isn't a place for somebody who went to jail for 30 years for a nickel bag of crack, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not that, but there are some people that probably deserve to be in jail. Oh, absolutely. And for those people that deserve to be in jail... um, I don't think that they should be living a rosy life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you should have to, you know, manually labor. Like, oh, yeah. uh, I think you should have to grow your own food to survive. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know about. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know about that. But, but you, I think you definitely should have to do some manual labor. So I don't necessarily knock the idea of, uh, as y'all want to say, modern day slavery. I don't necessarily knock that idea because you know. No, not punishment is punishment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to put somebody on punishment, yet they still gotta ex- tell people tell tell your kids to go to their room, but in their room they got everything they need. You know what I mean? Like that's not really a punishment. Right. Yeah, but the problem right. with, go ahead. But I side. don't think but and I and I agree with you. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be your prison shouldn't be uh better than, you know, a person's house. It shouldn't be better than a person and a person's apartment. But there, there is a line of human decency. Like, if I'm, if you're in prison, you should have working plumbing. I, I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, you should definitely. have access to clean water and clean showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, just talking about from the, I'm talking about from the, from the, from the work aspect is what I'm saying. From a work aspect, like. I get what you're saying. Like, I don't, I, I feel that there is benefits to them working because one, you're giving them something to do instead of just, you know, walking around the yard and playing basketball and lifting weights. Right. Like, there's an expectation that you still have to work, mm-hmm. but I don't think that work should be exploited to the that extent. Right. But, you know, the from what they used to tell us about the whole prison system, it was a place to... Um, not recuperate, but <clears throat> rehabilitate, you know, saying that person. And, you know, you used to be able to get degrees and learn a trade and everything in, in, um, in the prison. I think those were state-run prisons where they were doing that. The, the private prisons, um, and, you know, saying so you were saying something about it's modern-day slave labor, slave labor, but they were doing that since they actually freed slaves. So 
part of the the reason why they created the police and the jail was to give them another um, slave force so they can produce their products and don't have to pay nobody. So right. uh, the whole mass incarceration, I mean, think about it, it never stopped. It, it wasn't just the 94 crime bill. They've been just putting people in jail. You know what I'm saying? Just, just black people on top of each other just, just so they can... Because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. If, if, you, if you look up, like, private prison systems and who's, who's investing in these, these companies, it's stuff that we use every day. But we don't think about um, that product being made by a slave who's making, like, what, 40 cents a day? I mean, Something well, there's, like there's places, there's, places that, there's companies that we, you know, support every day who aren't in jail who do the same thing. I mean, the one that's very, very popular that I'm sure you know probably what I'm going to say is Nike. That's been the rumor forever that, you know what I'm saying, they get paid pennies on the dollar, you know what I'm saying, for these Jordans for that the cost Jordans, yeah. $300. They come over here and they add all the tax and the luxury tax and everything else, and next thing you know, it is 300 bucks. Yeah. But over there, it takes, what, $5 to make, something stupid like that, you know. Right. Um, but if you go over there, then you can buy them cheap. But as soon as they come over here, it's a, it's a whole different story. Yeah, but it's as cheap as... You know what I'm saying? They're being made. You know what I'm saying? And they and you know that's something that everybody has been going up, has been up in arms about. You know how you know Nike really don't be paying their people. You know what I'm saying? But yet they well, making millions and millions of dollars. Kind of just like kind of just like you know college sports. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not paying your people, but you're making millions and millions of dollars. But what about you know what I'm saying? But the cost of living is totally different over here than it is over there too. Well, I think that happened. I think that's something that's supposed to been going on here in Portland, also in Portland, Oregon, where the actual Nike shop is. Oh, having some sweatshops down there, also. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about like more overseas. You know, no, no, no. I'm talking about right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's the way it goes. People deserve a living wage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely do. Def, definitely, definitely need. You know, people. You know, in society, need a need a a working living wage. I agree with that. All I'm saying is that if if you're in a situation like prison, you know what I'm saying, like, and you deserve to be in prison uh, because, you know, we always, and, you know, we got some of our people will be like, yeah, you know, we wear these, we wear these T-shirts talking about free Pookie, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, Pookie didn't kill like seven people, you know what okay, I'm saying, yeah. like, yo, like, nah, I'm straight, you know what I'm saying. I'm safe now. Yeah, so some, some people need to be locked away. You know yeah, what that's now, what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like, And in those cases, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't have a problem with you know, them having to do that manual labor, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess right. that's just part of, part, of, part of the punishment, but, you know what I'm saying? At, at, and you, and you hear too many people talking about, you know, jail's not that bad. Well, it should be that bad. Yeah, it should be. No, no, I, I mean, absolutely. But is the reason that Pookie killed a whole bunch of people because he's having a mental breakdown. He's going through, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's not in his right mind. So you put somebody in the, in, the, in the prison system who's not being properly mentally rehabilitated, and and you know, say mind you, at, at times, sometimes when they kill when they kill people, they only do a couple of years and they back out on the streets, which nothing is nothing there that to help them. So, and they can't get a job and they can't function. So, what are they gonna do again? I, I need to go back to jail because at least I know I'm get a, I'm gonna get a hot meal. Mm-hmm. So instead of seven, I might need to kill about twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. get over with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But I think part of that is because um, the states shut down the mental institutions. Um, that happened in the 90s. So that created putting people that weren't necessarily 
criminals, but weren't well to just put them out in the streets. And they expected the police to deal with them. And like, you know, I have I have a lukewarm reception to the police, but um, I don't think it's fair that they're expected to deal with so much that they aren't prepared for nor trained for. Mm. Like, I'm not excusing any of their horrendous behavior, but, you know, fair is fair. If we're going to, you know, make this world better, then make it better for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I'm good. saying? Mm-hmm. So put social workers out there because there is a program. Actually, is it in Oregon, Oregon? Um, they're called the Owls or the Hoots or whatever. And they're. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they've been around for like 30 years. Yeah, they have. They're um, an independent agency, not for profit, that go out on non-emergency situations and learn and and deal with de-escalating situations. Right, because that's the whole purpose. You know what I'm saying? They, and, they try to get there for the cops just so it won't turn. But we don't have enough of that, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Like, and why are we just now hearing about that one group? Like, I get defund the police, but I, I, you know, but there are ways to move that money around. Yeah, And yeah, take absolutely. some of that money and put them into more programs like that, training people to learn how to de-escalate situations, paying social workers enough money to go in the field and provide that mental assistance when somebody's having a psychotic break. Somebody having a psychotic break shouldn't be a police issue unless... Uh, you know, lives are being threatened, and even then, should only be brought in, you know, as a last result mm-hmm. for all lives, not just the quote unquote privileged few. Yeah, because you know, um, I think before you came on, uh, you know, saying so we did a segment, it was a guy from my hometown, um, last name Hill, he was an army veteran. So, what happened one night happened in Atlanta, he, he had a mental breakdown. He didn't hurt anybody. He was in his apartment complex, but he was running around naked. Cops showed up and killed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he shot him dead. And it's like, okay, the dude's naked, so obviously he don't have no weapons on him. I mean, maybe they thought his joint was a gun, though. You yeah, know it, I mean? it might have been. It might have been an Uzi way a ton. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, maybe he walked with a limp. Yes. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it's, it's stuff like that, like, had there been somebody who could either talk to him, they could have tased him. They could have just, why don't you just let him run until he get tired? As long as he's running around the apartment car. But it, it seemed like there's so many other ways that they could have handled that situation other than that. Because he's someone he was scared for his life. Unless he's scared he might bend him over or something like that, then yeah, I, I, I guess I get it. You know, but I mean, other than that, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You just, somebody who served the country who just having a bad day. And mm. you just, you know what I'm saying? Put him out, you know what I'm saying? Put him down like that. Um, you know, and and you know, speaking to some of the other things that you were saying, um, with, you know, with private with the mental institution, you know, they they're being privatized also, so they're going to be using that as another way of having cheap labor. It's they they're getting away from having private 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 prisons, and now they're focusing on on the mental side of it. You know, right. so that that's something else we need to watch out for. Is like you know, saying. Who's who's um, owning these places and what they're actually doing? You, you know, know what I think they should do though. Mm. I think the hospitals and people in prison, like you know, like uh, I think we should probably just send them cigars. You know what I'm saying? And let them mellow out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause cigars yeah. mellow you out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
That calms your mind. That calm like there'd be sometimes, you know what I'm saying, when, you know, Bri and I be getting into it, you know what I'm saying? I go have a cigar and then everything is fine. Yeah, everything good. is fine. You have a good point there. You do have a good point there, Ness. And speaking yeah. of cigars, I'm about to say, yep. um, where are you guys at in your cigars? Um, yeah, I'll go first. ATL Black. Um, nah, this is a, a very nice um cigar. It has a good draw to it. Uh smooth, buttery pull. You know what I'm saying? Nice smoke, um, digging the ash. So this particular one, it's um, like I said, company's called ATL. They went to a cigar company in New York. The I think one of the oldest one called Martinez Cigars to have them made for them. Uh, this one has a Mexican San Andreas wrapper with um, Grand Reserva Esteli fillers and everything in there. So really good stick. Um, I haven't gotten to the to the second part of it yet, so I'm still in the first half, and I'm going to see how the flavor changes up. So, you know, come back to me later, and I'll give a, a more fuller review of it. Uh, what about you, Ness? Um, I'm actually on a, um, like I said before, Blind Man's Bluff. Mm-hmm. It has a uh, Habano wrapper, and it's, um, it's a Nicaraguan cigar, I believe. Excuse me, I'll check on that and uh, make sure that is the case. But uh, the one I'm smoking is a 660. I think they call it the Magnum. Okay. Um, it's a really nice, like, me- medium smoke. Um, and I would definitely recommend it. Um, they run about, um, I'd say probably about $7 a stick, roughly. Mm. Um, and they're definitely yeah. worth it. Definitely, definitely worth it. What about you, Nessa? And it's, and it's actually going good with this Jack Honey, really. I mean, okay. it would probably go better with the brandy, but Jack, Handy, Jack, Jack Honey doing all right. Well, wherever you got this wonderful house cigar, go back and get some more because it is great. Oh, I got um, like 20 of them. Huh? I got like 20 of them. Oh, okay, bet. Um, excellently built. I love, you know, seeing the, the veins of the leaves and everything. My only complaint is that they rolled this mug tight, so I had to actually use my... Uh, my pick, pick to kind of loosen it up so I could get a better draw. But um, it's got a great burn. No real distinct, like, labor notes per se, but if you just want, like, a mellow, excuse me, you want a mellow stick, like, this is the one. Like, not harsh, just nice and smooth. Where's the humidity at in your humidor? Because that could be, that could aid in the tightness also. Mm-hmm. Don't make me lie to you. I have no idea. Because <laughs> I know you do have a nice little humidor. I do. I have a wonderful humidor. <laughs> I haven't set it up yet, so I don't know because it's been a busy week. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, so make sure when you set your humidor up, um, when you season it, let it sit for 72 hours before you put cigars in there. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, make sure you wipe it down. Distilled water. Don't soak it, but yeah, just a, a, a little damp cloth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you're supposed to set it up at 75% humidity first, then bring it down, and then put your cigars in there. Okay. So, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get my whole humidor life together this weekend. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Teach you zone. Oh, and, and you know, I wanted to add um, with the ATL, um, you can get them in Atlanta. A bunch of different um, cigar spots. I think it's like seven or eight of them that they're retailers. And they're, they run you about 13 bucks a stick. 
13. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 right around normal price for um a small smaller smaller company cigars. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah. I got a little bit of black history for you. Oh, drop it. Um you know the 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 person who invented 3D movies? Mm. And television? Do y'all know who that is? It's a lady, right? It is. It is a lady. I can't think of her name right now. A NASA physicist. Her name is Valerie Thomas. Yeah, Valerie. Yep. Valerie Thomas. Nah, that's dope. That's what's up. Yeah, that's, that's definitely that's Being that this is dope. Black History Month. It is. Absolutely. We're going and we are blacker than blackity, blackity, yeah. blacker than black. I'm black, y'all. And I'm, I'm black, black y'all. y'all. And I'm bliggity, bliggity, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, what movie was that from? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was it? Chris Rock and um, G Money. G Money. Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. What is G Money's real name? Because like Alan nobody Payne. knows yeah. his real name. Everybody just knows. Everybody knows G Money. His name is Alan Payne. Yeah. Okay. Because remember, he was in that show that the pain, the pain, or whatever yeah. it was called, House yeah. of Pain, House of Pain, House yeah. of Pain. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll look and I'll be like, "That's G Money." Yeah, like G you money. will forever be oh, G Money. Always be G Money. Is that forever? Yeah, forever. <laughs> and what was it on? Um, not poetic justice. Um, yeah, Jason's lair. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He was Jason on Jason's lair. Yeah. I mean, he had some Still good shows. Funny yeah. playing Jason you, on and, Jason Lyric. And I, and I see, you see me? I'm a prince. No, fuck it. I'm Prince Charming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my movie, too, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No. Um, but I also, you know, say enjoyed seeing um, Vampire in Brooklyn, too, only because Angela Bassett was up in there. Yeah, Angela yeah. Bassett. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. Do y'all need a moment? <laughs> I, I had stuff. It was all good. <laughs> Yo, I seen a meme. <laughs> I seen a meme uh, the other day. Oh, first off, did y'all hear the story about what happened with LeBron James? Oh, uh, with the um, the white chick or whatever, and the husband. Yeah, wasn't her husband. No, what happened? Um, so apparently he was playing in the game, and oh yeah, it's not her husband. Uh, daddy. No, that was that was her boyfriend, but it wasn't her husband. Oh, it was okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh-huh. wasn't he another player on the court? No, 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 no. They was on. They was sitting front row. Sitting front row, I mean, sitting yeah. Court side, yeah. And uh, they but got I, into an argument, I guess. Because you know, in in the um, okay, maybe she said you can't talk to my fucking man like that. But I thought she yeah. said you couldn't talk to my fucking husband like that. No, she said you can't talk. Don't talk to my man like that. Okay, but yeah. So, so um, did you hear about what was said? And you know what I'm saying? How I went down or whatnot? Apparently, uh. The guy had been heckling LeBron the whole time, and then LeBron goes over there and he says something to the guy. Right, and then she gets up and starts talking, and he tells her to sit, sit, sit down or some shit. All right. So I, I know there was some, yeah, some you know. So I didn't know what you know exactly what was said. Well, um, all right. So she said that he had called her a bitch. Say, uh-huh. bitch, sit down or something like that. Le, LeBron said, no, he didn't say that. He just said, "Sit down." So a couple of people, a couple of the sportscasters said it seemed like 
like when you read his mouth, it does seem like he says, sit down, cunt, or some shit Something like, like that. that. Oh, yeah. wow. Called out her name like that, yeah. <laughs> but either way it go, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so they ended up getting kicked out, and they both was very classy about it afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Because LeBron was like, you know, it, he didn't he didn't feel like it needed it was warranted for her to get kicked out. So he was real nice about it, and she was actually cool about it too, you know. Um, so I think that was a good thing. But the meme I seen, um, it was like, you know, uh, what a great time for LeBron told a white couple to sit down and shut the fuck up on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny. but uh, yeah. And, yeah. and So, you know, we was talking about that at work, right? One of the guys was like, I mean, shoot, uh, we, if we go somewhere and my girl got my back like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, she ain't got a lot of support, but she's like, if, if she don't stand up, she might not get that check next month. Because you know, dude is like, what, 70, 60, 70, something? Yeah, she was only like 25 yeah, or something 25, like that. Yeah, 25, yeah. yeah. She was like, so, yeah, yeah you know. Well, but, my thing was, like, I saw some of that incident, and the way they, the way it was portrayed is like, she had, like, lost her shit and went ham. And it was so bad she wouldn't put her she refused to put her mask back on mm-hmm. after like security was like, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. Sit down, you need to put your mask back on. And she refused. So she ended up getting kicked out of the stadium. And even while she was getting kicked out, she was like, You can't talk to my husband that way. And da 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 da. I think this say husband. I'm sorry, I, I totally see it from a different perspective. Like I don't know, it doesn't matter, but yeah. Like, athletes get heckled. Like, I get oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, that's that's power for the course. And I think on some levels, you know, they're like, eh, whatever. You know, and they might heckle back. But I think sometimes, you know, like anything, people can go too far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and absolutely. I'm not saying he did or didn't because I don't know. But for somebody to give a reaction, you know, somebody could have gone too far. Yeah. Like, you know, where's that line between heckling and harassment? Well, in the NBA, I mean, unless you're being, like, racist or something like that, th- yeah, it is in line. Because even LeBron said, he's like, I missed the interaction with the um, with, with the, the fans. fans. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Because they do talk to each other, you know. I mean, think about all the great Spike Lee and um, Reggie Miller, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And all the other, you know what I'm saying, antics from... People in the stands with the play stuff like that. Some of those are, are like classic moments. So and and I, and I know that they miss it. You know, what I'm saying who likes playing to a bleachers full of computer screens? That is true. Like, so, yeah, I get the energy and the feedback and stuff. Yeah, it kind of so gets you right going. About that, that is so true. So yeah, he probably was like, "Oh, somebody talking to me. I get to talk trash back." You know, other than to other than to a player. Right. You know. oh, okay. So yeah, apparently that was her husband. So it did say husband. Yeah, it was okay. her husband. Okay. Because I, I, you know, saying some some papers might write something different. Yeah. You know, so that's why I say, well, you know, either way, that's that's a bankroll. Mm-hmm. No matter, mm-hmm. no saying how you see it. That's her sugar daddy. That is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so she probably said, I got ten years left if that. I mean, yeah, um, like like you said, you know, uh, basketball players, I mean, you know, athletes are used to getting heckled. But I think at the same time, uh, you know, uh, people do need to watch what they say um, to yeah. these people. Because even though, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a basketball player, I'm a superstar, whatever the case is. Because, you know, there was also an incident that happened with Trey Songs also. I was, yeah. Where he ended up going to jail mm-hmm. and it started behind him being, being heckled. heckled by a fan also. Yeah. 
Um, but look where you're at, too, though. You're in Kansas City. Uh-huh. They're going to look at them and look at you. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's what I'm saying is, though, bottom line is people need to watch what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, oh. And um, even with um, Russell Westbrook when he was in um, Utah. Yeah. With, the, with that couple. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he had a bunch of choice words for them. Yeah. You know, so I think well, they're they banned. They can't even come to any more games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, and then, of course, the famous brawl in the palace. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so we all going to remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people, people need to, you know what I'm saying, keep in mind that, you know, um, and I, I don't know if it's, oh, I, I was about to say, I don't know if it's the internet, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, um, adding to this, because, um, you know, like, you know, it was back in the day where, you know, uh, people weren't so fly at the mouth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at any time, you know what I'm saying, it could, you know, you might see this person in real life, you know what I'm saying, and they're going to remember that shit. But, you know, now, you know, the internet got people thinking they, you know, probably a little tougher than oh, they probably yeah. are, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, definitely. people oh, just yeah. saying whatever they, yeah. you know, whatever they want, you know what I'm saying? And then they want to fall back on the oh, I'm going to sue you. Like, all right, yeah. you know. But now, every, you know, every place got tapes. Because, yeah, because, you know, think about in the early 80s, 70s, there used to be a bunch of fights on the basketball court. Yeah. And he used to go up in the stands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see you. Hey, I'll be waiting for you outside. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Didn't he say, don't write a check, your behind cat, don't let your mouth write a oh, check, yeah. your behind mm-hmm. can't cash? They just figured since they paid the price for a ticket that they, you know what I'm saying, they can say or do whatever they want. And, yeah, that that's like never the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, so have we gotten to our second third yet? I'm deep in the mind. Yeah, I see that. Um, I'm almost there. I'm about it's, there. It's pulling hard, eh? Yeah. You know, I was going to be real funny, but I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to keep it PG, ready PG dumb <laughs> this episode. <laughs> oh, you say. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be good. Um, But, oh, uh, what's the chick name from Georgia? Something Green, Shannon Green, uh, the representative, the lawmaker. Oh, Majority Green, yeah, the, you know, saying she was uh, the, with that whole QAnon thing, and she was, uh, yeah, all those, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, saying people in the Senate really do need to get hurt and all that. So you know, they, they, from what they say, they did remove her from her responsibilities, but I think she still has a seat there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but, she still has her seat, but yeah, she's not. A, this is my thing, though. Um. You blatantly, like, threaten the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. You posted on Facebook um, that you were gunning for the three freshman congresswomen of color. Um, you heckled a school shooting victim in Florida. Like, they got that yep. shit on video. Yeah, she was like, it's, it was, him. it was, um, it was a setup. It wasn't real. Something like that. She said something. Yeah, some just totally. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, where are the fucking criminal charges? Where are the fucking criminal charges? And not coming from the house, but coming from like Nancy Pelosi, coming from those freshman congressmen. Like the fuck. Like if somebody said to me, like, oh, you know a good Vanessa is a dead Vanessa or whatever, you know, some shit like that. You know, that's a threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. 
Like, where is where is that accountability? And this is what is killing me about the Biden and Harris administration. And I know we're like less, a little bit over 30 days in. No, we're less than 30 days in because they came in on the 20th. Right. So they're not even a full 30 days in. And I, you know, applaud the tough talk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Nessa, real quick. Hold on, Nessa, real quick. Hold on. Huh? I just now realized something. Well, we're 50 minutes into this podcast, and I noticed that somebody here doesn't even have a drink. Somebody doesn't have a drink. Somebody mm-hmm. don't even have a drink. What are you drinking, Nessa? Oh, you know exactly who I'm talking Dude, about. I got no, no, a drink. No, 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 no. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. talking about that because that should have been gone t- 10 minutes ago. We're not even no, talking I, about actually, that. Actually, it should have been gone about 40 minutes ago. You said yeah. you're 50 minutes in? Yeah. Yeah. But I said I've been pre-gaming for the last couple of days. So nobody just... care about that. You on a podcast where you drink. I ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. I, but but I am drinking though. I'm just that not drinking. Sit, I'm just not drinking that as been fast. Been there for or... fifty minutes. What do you mean? It's still cold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna kill it. I'm pull up a drink. Drink faster. Yes. Drink you, bullies. You embarrassing me in front of Bree. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all paid attention to episodes, y'all heard the story. <laughs> <laughs> and I got some feedback on that because I had posted that on my on my story on uh, Instagram today. And I got some feedback on that. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, so I had posted it on my story. What's a what's a uh, good amount of time or something like that to, 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 to drink a, a beer? I put uh, less than 15 minutes or more than 15 minutes. 23 people commented on it. 22 of them said less than 15 minutes. Uh-oh. Slacker. Mm-hmm. Slacker. So I'm, I'm, I'm within range normally, except for the night. Mm. Oh, I'm going to need you to get your whole beer life together. I'm going to need you to catch up, bro. Uh, I, I got a drink on deck now. Okay, good. So I'm, I'm good. That's just sitting there. He didn't sip it. It's just sitting on deck. Just sitting there waiting, just sitting waiting there. for his chance. He babysitting. Hey, Solomon. I'm I'm letting it kind of air out and get the oxygen in it just to oh, okay. and, and entice the you know what I'm saying the flavor a little bit more, okay. make it a little bit more um aroma. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, Nessa. Aromatic. But Nessa, what was you saying? Okay. I don't want to butcher that word. So back to my rant. Go ahead. <laughs> for you was really interrupted. Oh, my point is is that you know I. I'm not expecting Biden and Harris to clean up four years of foolishness and mayhem in like 60 days or 100 days. But I will say this, that I love all, you know, the tough talk, the equality, the the gestures that they have been putting forward. But without true conviction, of this small group of Republicans within the Republican Party that are holding out with their racist rants and QAnon foolishness, if that does not get dealt with, if real charges are not pressed, then the rest of, then it undermines their campaign totally. Well, um, you know, I don't know if y'all was checking the news, but, you know, saying as far as like, I think if if Trump falls, then the rest of the dominoes will start falling after him. But what they're saying now about that is like, well, how are we going to try him when he's not a president anymore? They said for, for, you know, saying in order for him to be impeached, 
he's supposed to still be in the chair. So that's that's what kind of defense they're trying to present. Something, you know, Sam, I'm, I'm right, paraphrasing, but, but yeah. Yeah, but they're trying it, but it's it's bullshit because he's still, it, it, just because he left office doesn't change the fact that he, you know, incited an insurrection. So it, it does, to me, it, the fact that he's in the seat or out of the seat is irrelevant. While president, you still committed these crimes. Oh, yeah. And if no one is above the law, according to the U.S. Constitution, then you still need to be prosecuted. Yeah, I, I think one mistake they, they, that they did do is they didn't file the charges while he was still in office. So, you know, with, with the law, it's always, you know, saying everything has to be ironclad. So if there's a technicality, you know, saying he get off and then that means everything else will just wash away. And it's going to be a shame if that happens like that. Mm. It's going to it's going to be more than a shame. It's going to it's going to really, for I think for a lot of black and brown people mostly, and and some white folks, um, it's really going to shoot a big hole in the Biden Harris administration, and it's going to lose its credibility. And to me, you know, not all of it, but it's gonna it's gonna lose a lot of footing. Definitely. And and also the fact that that's what those certain group of Republicans within the Republican Party are hoping for, because they're clamoring to get that white supremacist base that put Trump in office. Now that Trump is no longer in a position to run. So now all of those shit kickers are up for grabs. Those votes are up to grabs. So they want to be the next one in line to be those constituents to, to be the, the representative for that constituent group. But at what cost? Like, I don't give a fuck if you're racist in your heart. Like, they're going to be racist people everywhere. You can't extinguish racism as in the sense of telling people that they need to be better to people of color. Like, I get that. Where I have a problem is, is when it's in our systems that are supposed to be equal for everybody. That's the problem that I have. Mm-hmm. The, the the systemic racism in education, in policing, in housing, in jobs. That's the place where there is no room for racism. That's the shit that's going to tear us apart. And we all know that there is a certain group of people in this country that will burn this motherfucker to the ground before they see the change in the status quo. And that's what's happening now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of um, cans of gasoline, you know what I'm saying, going around. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know. For sure. I'm so, sorry. I done had a lot to drink, so my no, eyes are small. And yeah, speaking of burning stuff to the ground, you know what I'm saying, the uh, 911 center in Jeff Davis County. I mean, when I say they burnt that place up, it's like even an ambulance, all gone. Was it like natural or was it? No, they were saying it's arson. Oh, they are saying it's yeah, arson. Yeah, they, they were saying it's arson. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you know. But everybody got out. Yeah, they said nobody got hurt. I for, I, I forgot where they say it started at. But if you see like some of the pictures and stuff like that, like all the hangers where all the ambulances are parked at, all yeah, they they burnt up. It's like all that total loss. So they got to replace all that stuff. And I know at the time they were using neighboring counties to do their nine one one stuff. You know, mm-hmm. saying for all the emergency um situations. But yeah, somebody just, and you, you got to wonder, you know, saying if it has something to do with the you know, same politics, 
Or, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, yeah. them or anybody wow. else. Just, yeah, politics. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to say, well, if y'all going to do this, then, you know what I'm saying, let's start taking away um, life safety systems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean... But I wonder what exactly that proves, though. Like, I don't know either. Like, well, that does Yeah, think about it like this, too. If they if they start torturing 911 centers and you can't call for help, then they can have... Um, what's the movie called? Purge. Purge. <laughs> and... You know, saying now you have all kind of time, and they might be able to get away with it, and they can, you know, say clean up the evidence mm-hmm. because they they know that don't, nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, saying that right now because they can't call up for help. Yeah, but that can backfire on you. You it can. I may not be the one that need help. It might be you. It might be yeah. You know, so now that now that that karma that came back oh, to yeah. bite, you, bite you in the ass. Hey, one one of my most um one of my favorite movies is um um ah. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, that too. Because <laughs> that's what I feel right now. You know what I'm saying? But um, whatever in Brooklyn, um, it'll come. But anyway, they were in a bar, and it was the Italian mob and the the Hellfire, the Hell Hell Angels. Hell's Angels came mm-hmm. to um to um either Brooklyn or the Bronx, and they came in the club and they said, "Y'all can have drinks as long as y'all act right." So they was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll pay, we're cool." So after they had a couple of drinks, they started tearing up the joint. Mm-hmm. So. One of the dudes like, okay, no problem. Um, Sonny, he locked the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he locked him up in there. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, that all the mobs just come up from the, up from the basement and start mm-hmm. wrecking shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, what's the name of that movie? It's like, yeah, that's that's that sounds saying. familiar. Um, because it's the one with Tell Hicks in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it'll come up. It'll, it'll come up. My fact, I'm, I'm gonna check my own fact on that one. I got you covered, but um. There is Have something. either of you guys ever been to Jeff Davis County? No, and if I did, I, I didn't think know. I, I have. Yes, it's, it's out there. It's woods. I, you know. Okay, one is out there. And is it me, or did y'all just shorten Jefferson Davis? Was it? That's like, what it is. The president of the Confederacy. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that exactly. Yeah. So what is that like? Clan light and shit. Like y'all did mm. a like a fucked up ass rebranding. So yeah. Like, so all the history wouldn't follow because. If you don't like Jeff, okay, I don't know who Jeff is, but yeah, so that that's pretty much that that county. Like I've been there like for work because one of my students was a wrestler and they had a tournament there. Bronx. Tale. If I Bronx wasn't Tale, working, yeah. I would not have gone to Jeff Davis County. Right. Because like everything. Is, is Jeff Davis High School. It's Jeff Davis Street. It's Jeff Davis Avenue. It's Jeff Davis Library. It's Jeff Davis Hospital. Oh, yeah. Like, but didn't it just change the name of Jeff Davis High School to something else just because of that Confederate um, connection? I want to say that um, they did. They probably did. But, like, yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's not a very welcoming place, mm-hmm. just, like, in the name alone. And I'm like... The fuck? How did I get myself into this? And I'm hoping I can get myself out, out of um, this. Yeah, because that's that's like <laughs> and not have no shit pop off. Yeah, because that's like it's like Southwest Georgia. Yeah, like down there, like I want to say like Americas and all that stuff is down there. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so yeah. I was at a wrestling tournament, and my student at the time, bless his soul, uh, shoulder got dislocated. And it was it was dislocated really bad. Like they couldn't even pop it back in place. 
Like I had to ride in the ambulance with him to the hospital. So he really did, had, he got slammed on his neck really, really bad. Oh yeah. Oh baby. <laughs> but you know what? My, my dude was tough though. My dude was tough. Like, you know, until he, until that shoulder popped out, he, he was, he was, he was giving it to, he was giving him the business, but he just got bang out and it was it. Oh, wow. And you know how they, they, you know, they, they pop a shoulder back in, in the movies at the hospital where they get the sheet. All that stuff. Yeah. Somebody's pulling one way and the other person's pulling the other way. That's no. what they had to do. Oh, mm. he screamed oh, like a girl, I, didn't he? Huh? He screamed like a little girl, didn't he? You know what? He, he took it like a champ, but he did have some good meds on board, too. Oh, okay. Like, mm. you know. So they, they knew it was like, yeah, let's let this set in before we actually do this procedure. Because other than that, yeah. I got you. They, they, they doped him pretty good. And then they was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. And I'm, you know, interpreting the whole thing. And I'm trying so hard to be a professional and not cringe and, like, fall out. Because, yeah. Hopping mm. the shoulder back into place. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. So, so where y'all at on y'all cigars now? Y'all about? I'm getting in there. I like this. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is really smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like a medium? It's a medium to full. Medium to full. Yeah, closer a, to the medium end. In the middle. It is in the it, middle. It, it is in the middle. Yeah, it, it's nice though. Actually, I, I wouldn't really pair this with um liquor. I actually would pair this with like a um a red wine. Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Cabernet. Maybe a um, a P- Panor, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right. You know, I'm saying something like that. Uh, yeah, Panor Black or something like that. Um, yeah, I think that would, that would be really, really good with this. Um, you know, something that we didn't say. Um, even though I'm pretty sure we're gonna say her name a whole bunch of time in in the future, but Stacey Abrams. Um, well, first we're gonna let everybody talk about their cigars first. I know. I know you don't care, but no, I, no, I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm still drunk because <laughs> I, I just went on a whole other subject without you know saying. Letting that, yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, Nessa, how is your cigar? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Nessa, how is your cigar? Because I my care. <laughs> my cigar is awesome. Um, this is a great house smoke. Very mellow. Like this to me would go great with a beer. Okay. Like it's doing well with with my Pessoa and gin, but I feel like this is like a great beer cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very very mellow. It's very mild, um, but it's just smooth. When you just want to sit and enjoy a smoke, and maybe your palate is not really defined yet, or you just like. I don't want to be all bougie and trying to identify the cedar and the, and the wood chip essence and all. Man, I just want to smoke a good cigar. Right. Mm-hmm. This is it. Like, for real. Mm-hmm. Mine's, is, mine's is doing pretty good. I'm almost done with mine because actually, because um, that's what I do. When I pregame, I pregame. Like, you get it in. Yeah. Like, you're not a wuss about it. I so yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and I'm almost done with mine. This is this is a really really nice cigar, okay. really nice cigar. Um, so now, sweets, you can get your gun off. Oh, bow bow bow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll say you know saying um, you know Miss Abrams was just um, recommended for the Nobel Peace Prize um, for all the hard work that she was doing and whatnot. Um, Happened a couple of weeks ago, didn't it? I think I saw it maybe earlier this week. 
It, it might have been. I mean, I might be just, it's just been late. going around for about a week, maybe two. Her and Black Lives Matter have been both represented. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know um, Black Lives Matter, you know, saying yeah, also. Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement got uh, nominated for Nobel as well. Okay. Um, if either one of them get it, I'll be happy. But I think, uh, I definitely think Stacey Abrams, it should be definitely on, both of those two should be on the short list, or if not tied to split it, or like, yeah, because phenomenal work. Yeah. So, you know, every time you see Stacey, what, what comes in mind first? Um, to be honest, um, I've read a I've read a book or two of hers. Okay. Um, because she 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 she's she's uh um an author and but she wrote under a different name. Mm. Um so that's what I think about when I see her. What were you gonna think about? Every time I see her, bet. Y'all want want put me in as governor? <laughs> bet. Got something for y'all. <laughs> Got you. Bet. No problem. Yeah, I always think of you know what I'm saying, uh, and and this is probably going to be odd for me to say, but um, my mind goes to a little X-rated version. I mean, a little X-rated thing with Stacey Abrams. Okay. Now that I know that it's her, right? Every time I look at it, like, are oh, you a little freak? <laughs> oh, you silly! <laughs> I don't know. When I see Stacey Abrams, I was like. I'm I'm kind of like sweets, like okay, y'all y'all think I'm washed up? Mm-hmm. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> Watch what to happen. No problem. Exactly. But um, um, so listen, I got a I got a couple of questions for y'all. Right. Go ahead. Right. Um, I want y'all's opinion. I want to discuss this a little bit. Right. Well, we first off, first I want to tell y'all that uh, just in a little bit of cigar news that um. Wise Man Maduro Firecracker is um, going to be released on July 4th because every year, mm. Wise Man, um, they introduce a new cigar on the 4th of July. And this year, it's Wise Man Maduro Firecracker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they always make uh-huh. some good sticks. Yeah. But, um, all right, so this is, this is it. Listen to it. Absorb it. Take a hot second to think about it. Next, I'm going to come to you first because I know how, so, how slow sweets is. Yeah, because I mean, even funny. though you'll go first, when it's sweet's turn, he's gonna say uh, and take a thirty minute pause before he answer. Pretty much. But all right, so you know Nessa, so you well. listening? I'm listening, darling. All right, this is how it goes. My girlfriend of six months has been out of work for the past two weeks, and she just got word that she'll be laid off permanently. She asked me because she move in with me. I told her that I'm not ready to share my home with anyone. She offered to pay half my bills. I declined. She then proceeded to ask me, could I pay her rent for her next month? I told her that I'm uncomfortable doing things that a husband should do for my girlfriend, but I told her that she could borrow $300. She says that I'm wrong for not helping her out during her time of need, but that isn't the case in my perspective. She says that she isn't sure that she will continue dating me. Am I I in the wrong here or is she just, or is this just another case of a woman feeling entitled? How long had it been dating? I'm just curious. Six months. Oh, okay. Go Nessa, ahead, Nessa. Your thoughts on <laughs> okay, that? Okay, go ahead, Nessa. Hmm. Okay. So, I think that a person should always be honest with where they are. Mm-hmm. And so, um, with that being said, if He's not feeling it. 
you know, I, I, res, I respect that. But, um, and he didn't like just, just like, fuck you, sorry, that's your experience. Mm-hmm. Holla. Mm-hmm. Like, your he baby was daddy. willing to offer some sort of help. Yeah, it wasn't the help that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, extending what he can. You know what I'm saying? And I think it, to me, at six months, that's a little early to be, like, moving in with somebody. Unless y'all are, like, both mutually on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the situation. Like, you're struggling. Things are going on. Things are fucked up. But um, but just to jump to, let me move in with you. I'm, I lost my job. Like, hold on. What, what avenues did you exhaust first? You know what I'm saying? But um, so so. Do you think that she is? Do you think that she's right in saying she don't think she could date him? Like, if that was you, would you still continue to date the guy? If it was me, I, I don't think I would put him in that position. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've I've been in some some tight financial situations, and I would um, and I. I would just like use that one as a last resort. Like I would let him know what's going on with me, but I wouldn't just sit up here and automatically assume like, yeah, we're dating and you're supposed to just automatically just going to jump out and put your place up like that. But but being that she did present it to him and she did, you know, as for, you know, a, a specific type of help, do you think that she's kind of, uh, you know, taking a little too far with not wanting to date him? Drink number two. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if she feels like he should be doing more and she's not satisfied with his answer, like, that's within her right to, like, let him go. But, you know, you don't that think says it's... a lot about her. So, like, But do I you just... think it's too extreme? For me, it is, yes. For me, I wouldn't do that. Like, I guess, like, if I was the guy in that situation, and it's like, to be dating for six months, it depends on how well that dating has been going on. Like, are we like, yeah, we've been dating for six months, and things are going kind of cool, you know, I'm kind of digging you? Or is it like, We've been dating, and it's like, I think I've met my soulmate. Like, there's mm-hmm. a big fucking difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sweets, what about you? What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Six months, and she's asking for... To move and move closer to the mic. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, again. Um, and we had this talk before. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I, got and I just... Yeah, I thought I was closer. Anyways, um, so six months, she want either to move in or to get rent. And he's like, nah. Well, first of all, her first mistake is, you know, she has not been relishing his hot dog properly, um, for one thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if yeah, she, was, yeah, if she was doing that correctly, then it wouldn't have been a no. He had to really, really I think, think she might have asked him at the wrong time. What she should have been doing is, okay. you know what I'm saying, hooking him up and uh, then just yeah, stop right this, before. Like, yo, listen. <laughs> listen. 
Hey, I need hey, a little side side. Hey, look, you know what I'm saying? He better, she better, you know what I'm saying? Chicago's hot dog. That's how me and Bree got together. She hit me like that. <laughs> yeah, she got a Chicago's hot dog right. That you know what I'm saying? Much, really? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, I, you know, at, at six months, um, yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with him that you know, saying no, nah, I, I ain't gonna pay rent. Now, I, I would, you know, you know, one thing is, I guess the way I am. If if you you know saying if you were struggling, I might say let me help you out. But then when you ask and I'm like, hmm, uh, yeah, nah. So, um, nah. Hold on, hold on. Can you hear yourself? I can hear myself. So when you back up, do you hear yourself in the earphones? Yeah, or do I hear you myself. just hear your do you just hear your voice in your head? No, nah, I actually actually hear, can hear myself in the headphones. Mm. But um, is there a difference? A slight. A slight difference. Yeah, slight. Yeah, I, I can I can tell that. I'm, I'm when you listen to the playback on the show, can you tell the difference? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like just now. Mm-hmm. I guess I raise up whatever, but um, you know. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She she yeah. She need to put some more muscle up on the hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Wow, sex is much. Like I don't even. Yeah. Hey. I think I think it's too like six months is too soon. It's too, it is too soon. That's why she yeah, she got yeah. put in extra work. It is. Mm-hmm. You know All right, so. So I got another question for y'all. Okay. Right? So um, I was on TikTok the other day, and uh, Bree sent me a message, right? So the question on TikTok was, what is a good length of time to be having sex, right? And um, one point it said three to four minutes. Damn. One point said like five to seven minutes, and then one point said like what, 12 to 15 yeah, like 12 to 15 minutes. All right. Nessa, what do you think? Uh, to me, that's situational, though. It, thank you, sweets. Like, we, we agree on that one. Like, that's I think it's to, so mutual satisfaction is achieved. Mm-hmm. You know, without causing the partner any undue distress. Which one? Like, what is? <laughs> but what is mutual satisfaction? Like... Biggest I mean, that, that can be different for, for some people. I think for, for most guys, it's until you, you know, until you come. I'm glad you said that because that's the point I was getting at. Because I think that a big misconception that women believe is that just because we come, we're satisfied. And that's not always the case. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that is true. You know. Good um, point. Enlightened. I mean, like, I get your point. Like, I don't, I don't think there should be a time limit. Like, you know, sometimes it can just be a heat of the moment, you know, quickie in the moment. And it's like, okay, we just got some in and like, okay, now we got to come out the bathroom and make sure our clothes are on straight. Yeah, you might be on lunch break or something. Yeah, so I'm not talking about just a quickie. What I'm saying is on a normal basis, your norm, a normal length of time okay. for you to have sex. Not, not. I'm not talking about you know you slide in the bathroom real quick. You got company over. I just want to tap that real quick. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about an actual sex session and the actual penetration part of it on a regular basis. A regular like basis. that's the like that's the norm for you know and you and your partner. I feel sorry for the person that's three to five minutes. I mean, why? Three minutes. Why? You here for a good time, not a long time. And if well, like, you can, and if you that can, goes back to my point if you can accomplish. 
Like if you can get the job done and everybody's right. satisfied within three to five minutes, then right. who am I to say that that's wrong? Right. Like is that my time? Absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. But if it's it's so individual, mm-hmm. like to 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 broad brushstroke it is kind of kind of hard. Excuse the pun. But um, who's on the fence now? Yeah, that's sweets. Like, what do you say? Fence rider. Yeah, I mean, normally, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I got my name on the fence. But um, like I said, that yeah, that two, three minute thing, I I'm I'm just getting my strokes in then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, the eight to ten minutes, yeah, I I can see that. The uh, ten to fifteen, I guess I'm more on, on that side of things. You know, twelve to fifteen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 more, I'm more you know with that. Um That's kinda scary, sweets. I actually agree with you. Um yeah, I mean so what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I just said it's I know we don't agree often, so it's yeah. I just um because you said regular ses- session, so I mean two to three minutes. Hell, I mean that's just everybody getting warm up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So now it's for more for like two to three minutes. Yeah, I'm you know maybe for a twenty year old who walk around with a hard dick all day anyway. I can get it. You know what I'm saying? 21-year-old woman, you know what I'm saying, she can get wet on site, but some people, they need to get warmed up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, and I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking for where I'm at now, so I mean, shit, yeah, my shit does get hot on, on the thought of it, so. Does it? Eh, sometimes. Mm. So yeah, sometimes. Um, Do you find, Nessa, that you get aroused easier now? No. It takes it, it takes more for you to get aroused now. You got to warm this engine up before you can drive the car. Absolutely. Mm. But like, I think my my arousal is different from 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 the twenty year old me to the mature woman that you see before me. You know, mm. you see before you rather. I've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you just can't. You know. Eh, come on, girl. Like, no, no, that's that's not gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So, so listen. Um, um, and <laughs> well, well, hold on. What's, what's your opinion? My opinion. Yes. Um. Dunna. See, listen, listen. I'm a, 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 I'm a say something I probably shouldn't say on this podcast. I should probably save it um, for uh, maybe Bree and I's podcast or something. But I will say that um, for a long time, um, I was have I would have a problem with letting it go in like two or three minutes. You try to hold on for a minute, huh? So you try to hold on for a minute. Is 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 that because you think you're coming too quick, or you want to make sure that she actually is being satisfied too? And then you'll be like, okay, now I can. What you mean now, or are you talking about then? Well, I'm. As far as what you're saying now, you said you at one. I used to have a bad problem with that. Yeah, no, I wasn't trying to hold off. I might not think that. Um, I don't know. It just it just would happen like that. Okay. So now I guess I would probably be in the. I don't know. Will we'll Brie will Bri over there sleep? Or she just don't <laughs> want to get involved. She probably don't want to get Play involved because she probably under, <laughs> she probably under the blanket smiling. But, I know um, Brie was up there. Hey Brie, is she sleep? Don't yeah. wake her up. <laughs> but um. Mm, I mean, I, I think I think uh, I think it all depends on. I mean, I, I think it all depends on the situation. I mean, and 
you know, just like when we talked about, you know, drinking or whatnot. You know, it all depends on where you're trying to go and how fast you're trying to get there. Okay, true. Because, um, um, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, things can be taken care of in three to four minutes, and sometimes, you know, it may take, you know, a whole lot longer than that. Yeah, facts. Um, well, yeah. See, I don't like drinking and, like, before, like, good sex because it suppresses it suppresses my my senses and my feelings. Does it? It does. I, hmm. I don't like to be, I don't like to drink. I like to be, like, sober because then my senses aren't dulled. They're heightened. Hmm. Okay. So, like, for me to drink before sex, yeah, you're going to put in some work. Like, yeah. Yeah, mm. I mean, you know, oh. we had a, a catchphrase like, "Yeah, you about to catch this gin dick." Gin dick? That's what y'all call it. Gin yeah, dick. Yeah, I never heard that before. I thought it oh. was any dick. Oh no, it is gin dick. Oh okay. Wait, okay. say it again. I can't hear you. No, we used to have this phrase. Let's say you know, saying if if we're drinking, like you no, know, we used to drink gin a lot. You know, saying a lot of me, a lot of my friends are like, "Yeah, you about to catch a gin dick." So it's just like an ongoing escapade of, like, I can't, I can't get there. So you got to take all this punishment. In yeah. a good way, in a good way, you know. No, I see what you're saying, but yeah, like I don't. Mm-mm. So is that like, almost same thing that you're saying. Like, yeah, no, no. Put some work I'm, in now. I'm frustrated because I can't get there. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, but I mean, you know, just like I, I say, you know, saying, you know, a homeboy um needed his um hot dog relish. In those situations, you need your fish marinated. Mm. So if they do it properly, then you know. Uh, I don't think that's kind of offensive though to say a girl need her fish marinated. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I think you need a different metaphor. Hold on, the views are sweet, so not necessarily the views of the SOP And the poorly chosen metaphor award goes to. Yeah! <laughs> Give us the tequila real quick. Congratulations. Woo. Now we heating up. Now we pardon. Now we pardon. We're only in February, people. <laughs> only in February. Man, look. Hold up, hold up. Watch the movie How to Be a Player with Bill Bellamy. Listen, everything you from... see in the movies is not appropriate it's for real not, life. But... Yeah, so yeah, you got to marinate that fish right. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Everyone every want their fish marinated properly. Look, you done made my eyes open up. I was like, did you? <laughs> oh, my Jesus. All right, so listen, I got a new segment I want to introduce to y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called Top Five. So every show, we're going to turn to each other and we're going to ask for their top five. And they got to blurt it out just like that. You can't think about it. You just spit it out. If I have cigars? Whatever it is. Whatever you may be thinking about, be like, all right, well, Nessa, what's your top five cigars? She's got to name it out. Bam, bam, bam. Okay. Just like that. All right? All right. All right. So, sweets, going to start with you. Um, no, 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 no. I didn't. What you talking about? Um, I didn't ask you the top five yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, 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 it's whatever you say. Yeah, top yeah, five. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, think yeah. I didn't ask go, ahead, you. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Set. 
Go. Mm. Top five liquors. Mm. Fun the door. Um, the Lou. Bacardi rum. I'm at three. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Levitt and Glenn Morangi. Right. That's four. Five. All right, you said five. Five, okay, I missed one. All right. Nessa, for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Set. Go. Top five hair products. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 good um, one. Good one. Kinky Curly Gel. Um, deep Conditioner. Uh, oof. Oh, Jesus. By who? Um... Uh, Aunt Jackie's curly gel cream. Mm. Um, anything from the Botica line and onion juice. Nice, nice. Y'all got a top five for me? All right, Ness. Hmm, let's see. Got it. Okay, five. go ahead. Get it. Get it. Ness. Top yeah. five beers. Top five beers. All right, Yingland. Um, Corona. I can't remember what it was. It was some. Come on, get it, man. It was some. It was some Corona that we've been drinking a lot lately. But all right, Yingling Corona. Um, I actually like Guinness. Um, okay. Yeah, I like Guinness. Okay. Um, uh, Spit it out, man. Uh, it was some stout beer. Um, it's in a brown bottle, dark brown bottle. I can't think of a but Goose Island. I'll say Goose Dragon's Island. Milk. Yeah, Dragon's Milk. Okay. Dragon's Milk, Goose Island. And for number five, I would say, hmm, and it was one that Brie and I had recently. An IPA, something like that. It was some kind of IPA that I liked. If it wasn't 420, uh, Sam Adams, Hopsecutioner, um, Dogfish. Nah, it, I, I, oh, you know what? I'll name one: the Flyzenberg. The Flyzenberg. The Flyzenberg. No doubt. <laughs> the Flyzenberg. The Flyzenberg. Yeah. <laughs> but that that was a good beer, though. That was. That was, was a good beer. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I can see. I really drink too much because I was just all kind of IP. It was like, yeah, this one is. <laughs> it was. Yeah, you're drunk. It's official. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I embrace that. I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like this top five segment. I officially approve. Mm-hmm. And um, it is going to stay in the show. That was easy. So, like, I like that. In y'all's notes every week, y'all got to think of a top five to ask somebody. Random top five. It don't got to be cigar related. Just anything. Anything. Okay. I like that. I like that. Anything. No, nah, that's that's dope. Um, that's dope. I know we're coming to, like, the the end of um, the show and whatnot. Uh Anything else you want to talk about? Anything that's, you know what I'm saying, relevant, current events? Um, hmm. Nessa, what you got? Um, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I forgot. Mm. <laughs> I just forgot. I had it, and it was just like... And it went away. <sighs> Yeah, that sometimes that's my problem, but for different reasons. Man, the sometimes is so real right now. But I'm I'm pretty blue out because yeah, my okay. eyes are really really squinty right mm-hmm. now. 
Um, you got something sweet? Yeah, you know, um, you know, I want to talk about it earlier. You know, um, Savannah State, you know, they uh, partnered with Google. Mm-hmm. So what's been happening since 2017 is there's something that's called Google Works, Google, hold on, Google, oh, Grow with Google. That's what it's called. So what, they, what they've been doing is they've been setting a program aside for um, students, parents, military, people seeking jobs, uh, kind of help them in the... Um, the internet or the electronic industry. Mm-hmm. So recently with um, Google, with the help of the Thurgood Marshall Scholarship Fund, they have another, I guess you could say another curriculum that they um, are doing on, on campus. So it started out with four schools, all HBCU, now they're up to 20. Um, so you can go into that program and learn everything about Google and you know, saying get a scholarship, and I, I think that's that's pretty dope because it's preparing you for the job market. You know, we always say that um, you can go to college, but once you get out of college, yeah, you really don't have any skills. Mm-hmm. So with this particular program, they're actually teaching you skills. So once you get out of school, you can actually go straight to work and get a job with Google, mm-hmm. which is dope. You know, what I'm saying because that that's that's, that's really dope. yeah, that's really dope. You know. Um, so definitely shout out to Savannah State, shout out to Google, and shout out for the Thurgood um, Thurgood Marshall um, Scholarship Fund. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Uh, well, I got another question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess this is something that will probably, um, you know, uh, be better for you, Nessa, being that both of us are married. But I mean, I guess we could answer it uh, for, you know, back in, you know, in our heyday, many, many, many moons ago. But Nessa, you give a guy your number, right? Uh-huh. What's a good amount of time for him to wait to call you? I ain't giving a guy my number. So what head are you talking oh, about? That's why I said Nessa. Okay. You want to get that oh, your name Nessa? I know you let your No, nah, but you say we can answer that question. Well, did he not say that? So hold on, sweets. You've never given a guy your number. Man, come on, bro. Not like that, man. But have you ever given a guy your number? Yeah, I gave you my all number. Right, so, so all right, then. All right, then. <laughs> So, so you, when did you think Ness was supposed to call you? To yeah. Um, were you I, waiting I, I, by? I, I, were you, I, I, were you waiting by the phone? Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every time the phone rings, you like, I hope this Ness. I hope he called. <laughs> Vanessa Moore, go ahead and answer the question. <laughs> go ahead, Nessa. So, what's a good amount of time for a guy to wait to 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 use that number that you gave him, even if it's a fake one? <laughs> no, that 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 is a very. Did you good give question. fake numbers? Back in the day, but like, who gives fake numbers now? Like, I still I'll just that. tell you no. No, I still would. Or I'll just blatantly lie, like no. I don't like guys. Yeah, I'm good. Like no. So, what's a good amount of time for you to? I think anywhere between twenty four to forty eight hours. Oh, so if he calls you later on that night, like you know, what's up? What you doing? That's too soon. Um, if you calling me after ten and you just gave me your number, like yeah, let's not say we didn't, unless we're both agreeing that this is what this is gonna be about. Mm-hmm. Oh, like give me number eight, call me at ten o'clock. I'll call me after ten on the night, whatnot. Right. If we're like mutually agreeing that this is just a hookup, then like yeah, oh, that's one thing. Unless he just wants to. If now. it's like okay, we met during the, at the grocery store or something, and we're kind of vibing, and you know the energy is good. Then um, anywhere between 24 to 48 hours, 
but like at a respectable time, like, you know, because if you're calling me after 10 o'clock, we're not calling, you're not calling me for conversation. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sweets? How long do you wait to call a female after she's giving you her number? number? Or if you, or if you're giving her your number, what's a good amount of time for her to call you? Well, for her, for her calling me, um, call me that same day. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me calling somebody, usually I, I might wait either two or three days mm-hmm. um, to actually give her a call. But uh, a question for you, Nessa. Let's hypothetically speaking, let's say if you did tell a guy to call you at a certain time, if he doesn't call you at that particular time, are you going to hold it against him when he does actually call? It depends. Like, if you didn't call me and you, like, reached out to me later and be like, yeah, my apologies for missing that time because I had to work or da-da-da-da, something came up. Like, life happens. Like, I'm I'm fl- I'm laid back. Like, that doesn't stress me. But if, like, if I'm the one that's always doing the calling, if I'm the one that I feel like I'm always doing the heavy lifting, like, to reach out, to connect, to reach out and connect, then I'm like... Are you really even interested? Yeah, like, we're not talking about always. We're just talking about just mm-hmm. the first time. No, like the first time, like you say, hey, I'm going to call you at 10 and you don't, not 10, because if you call me at 10, then we know But, but you're telling him to give you a, you know saying, give, give you a call at this time. Yeah, if I say, hey, give me a call around 8. And it's like 8 or 9 or after that, and you don't call him, like, all right, bet, you know, whatever. But then... If you call me the next day and be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry I missed, you know, our time or whatever, you know, I got busy or, yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to trip about it. But if you're like constantly disrespecting that time, like, yeah, let's. Let's not. Let's, first, let's let's figure out like what's the problem. And if it's just like I get the vibe that you're just really not we're not vibing or mm-hmm. into me, then I'm be like, yeah, let's let's not say we did because. I'm gonna be honest. I'm too old for this bullshit. Like for real. Well, don't you think we too old for the bullshit of playing around? Like we, you, you know, what we here for. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <clears throat> now that we're adults, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I ask you for your number, my intent is to is 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 is, 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 to, is to shake something. You know what I mean? Like at some point in time. Yeah. Like so, whether I call you at ten o'clock or I call you at six o'clock in the evening, either way it go, you know what. I mean, you know what the end game plan is. You know what I mean? Like, as adults, like, we don't got to play around like, okay, well, what's your favorite color? Ain't no wings. I don't give a fuck what your favorite color is. You know what I mean? Like, listen. Well, <laughs> you like going to let me get that or not? Every conversation. I mean, like, if that's, <laughs> you going to let me marinate that fish or not? <laughs> oh, I can't with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are out of control tonight. Yes. <laughs> out of control like if if we're both clear that like this is just a hookup then like i feel like the female to a certain extent holds all the cards because it's clear what you want i have to decide if that's what i I want as well and Mm -hmm. if it's not then like let's not say we didn't Mm -hmm. so sweets Mm -hmm. when you when you back in back in that time did you of course, you got females' numbers. Did you also give your number out in, le- in, in lieu of getting their number? Um, sometimes. I think if normally, you know what I'm saying, um, if they ask to let's exchange numbers, I'll give it to them. Because mm-hmm. when I call them, you know what I'm saying, they would 
to have my number then. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but usually the object is to is to get their number, or if they do, if they do ask for like, well, let me get your number. Now, at one point, when somebody asked me for my number, I just figured they they're not calling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. because nine times out of ten, if if a female is interested, she's gonna give you her number to call. That's what you believe. That's what I believe, and that, that, and that's only because of you know saying like this life experience, because that mm-hmm. was you know saying stuff I went through, mm-hmm. um, or or seven out of ten times, you know mm-hmm. saying, but um, because there's there's been a couple of times where I would give my number and they did call, mm-hmm. you know saying, but uh, usually if if they was like, well look, let me get your number and I'll call you, then I'm like, yeah, she's not calling, mm-hmm. and I just that's how I chalked up as. Have you ever given your number to somebody and they don't call and then like three months later they'd be like, oh, so yeah, I remember I got your number, you know what I'm saying? I just happened to be rambling through my phone, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, what's up? I remember, you know. So, I'm going to say this. Usually when that happened, like, you know, I got this number in my phone, I don't know who number this is. So, I'm just going to see who number this is. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, now, yeah, now a couple of times it's like, yeah, I got your number, you know, back then and I'm, you know, calling to see what's up. You know, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, and I, I, I was, you know, saying me, I, I would still talk to him. But yeah, usually it's, um, man, this this number, I'm just calling to see what number this is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I think for me, like in a situation like that, um, I know back in, back in my younger days, um, I would probably wait like four or five days probably before I call. Wow. Um, just because like I'm an asshole. Like, listen, I, I don't know if I ever told y'all this. But what I would do is like when I would, and and it made me think about it when Nessa when Nessa when you just answer answer the question that Sweets asked you. But what I would do is like, because uh, I know that I'm an asshole. Like, and for me, it's like I know that dealing with me like it's 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 going to be some work. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a lot of different quirks to me. You know what I'm saying? I get irritated easy. Um, like there's a lot of different quirks with me so I'll be feeling like all right first off you need to know that I'm an asshole and you need to know that right from the gate so what I would always do is I would schedule a date like I would make a date to take somebody out and I would purposely stand them up right and if but if you stood around I mean if you was like you know what I'm saying no it's no big deal you know what I'm saying like if you was cool then I'd be like all right she can, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she, she good. She can hang in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll try and work this out. But so for me to wait four or five days, like, that was like my normal procedure. Like, I, I, I would purposely wait that long. Then if I call and you be like, who is this? You know who this is. And if you don't, I'm hanging up. <laughs> yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So, anything else y'all got to say? Nah, I think mom. I think I'm clear right now. My heart and my mind is clear. Oh, because of what oh, I've been drinking and smoking. I'm not sure which, but yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I'm. That's what's up. Um, shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, she good. the radio silence. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Um, for me, uh, I'm I'm still like giddy about the election and still optimistic. So I am like, shout outs to all the Democrats from the top all the way down to like 
for fighting a good fight, for motivating and getting people out to vote and, and putting the change that needed to happen at the White House. And I'm staying optimistic, y'all. Don't let us down. What about you, Sweets? Um, yeah, um, even though I don't know, it never met her. I'm going to give a shout out to Shauna Thomas. Um, she recently got promoted to vice president of operations, I believe, for CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, another sister. So mm-hmm. I know this is not um, women month, but at the same time, anytime a sister gets promoted, you know what I'm saying? Power gets it. Um, let me see. I want to shout out um, Eureka Lodge number one. No um, doubt. It's actually... Um, their 155th year anniversary, uh, Prince Hall. So, Prince Hall's in the building. Yeah, we definitely want to give them a shout out or give us a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and all the officers and whatnot in, in those positions, in those offices. Um, shout out to all of y'all. Um, huh, that's probably about it. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Mm-hmm. That's all I've got to say. So uh, that's good shit. So we're gonna close this out. We're gonna smoke something. We're gonna drink something. And we are gonna say whatever's on our minds. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Be safe. God bless. Yep. Kane is in the building.